0: you're listening to housewives on display with jay and jay and today we are covering Real housewives of potomac season 5 episode 17 titled 50 shades of betrayal um (laughs) (laughs) how are you feeling today you were gone last week
1: hi everyone i'm back um I just so happen to be in the throes of my own housewife situation. I just had to call and disinvite someone to my house. So, you know, it's just loving life, loving what's going on, loving all of this. This was a better episode, so I'm actually happy to be here this week versus last week.
0: Yeah, you lucked up. Um, <laughs> last week was pretty um, brutal. Uh, trying to cover it, but. Alas, they made up for it. I think this one was much better. Um, so on that note, what is your rating?
1: It's not in the A range. So let me just take that out of the way. Yeah, and it's I mean, really. Let wait was cool all down for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> <I'm> like Oh, <laughs> if you thought I was going to say A something, you're sadly mistaken. And I don't know if I'm saying B plus either. I think I'm at a B, just a, sh- a
0: solid B. Yeah. So on that note, let's get into it so it starts off basically as a continuation from last week and they're they're by the pool of my they I mean Giselle, Ashley and Robin and they're you know discussing once again Ashley saying that she's going to write a statement against Candace and Ashley slips and says yeah now we're even
1: <laughs> first of all she has on a hideous <laughs> dress
0: she looks um, pretty girls, Yes, continue.
1: I'm so concerned about the blue. It looks like duct tape on her arms or her forearm. It, it's attached to the dress. Shocking. Um, but yeah, what you were saying about Ashley and doing this whole um statement to slander Candace versus just uplifting her friend. Um, You can't stay friends after that.
0: <laughs> and Ashley knows that so her pretending like like she's going to remain friends with Candace after this is really laughable
1: there can be court documents of you slandering me and we are also friends <laughs>
0: <laughs> that cannot happen there can happen. be court documents of you slandering me after I apologize for said event and I've apologized for anything that led up to said event that you would want to report me on and then be like, yeah, we're friends though, right? And then, you know, I forgot who it was. Either Giselle or Robin. I think it was Giselle. Like, she's like, never going to be able to forgive you. Like, you're never going to be friends. Like, are you okay with that? And she's like, if that's how she wants to take it, then... Right, then she tried to flip it.
1: Yeah, you could have just written a statement saying Monique is the most doting mother and, like, a stunning woman. And a right. pillar of the community. Instead,
0: you decided to write a, a statement bashing someone else. And you knew Candace wasn't going to take it well because then you were like, well, I'm not going to tell her because we're going to we're supposed to have a fun day. So I'm going to tell her
1: later. <laughs> <laughs> she really didn't want to tell her.
0: You, know, you did want to tell her. You did want to ruin everybody's fucking day. Did she was low-key enjoying wondering. herself
1: with Candace. That so was she was like, game. damn, don't want ru- to ruin that so soon. I'll just wait it out a little bit.
0: Right. She's like, don't want to ruin that, but actually, yeah, I do. A true Gemini, honestly. So Ashley and the rest of them decide to carry on their Merry Little Way and pretend like they don't know that Ashley's planning Candace's demise later. And they head over to some sort of beachfront, lagoon front <laughs> restaurant bar situation. I can't really tell exactly what to call this, but just know it's literally on the waterfront and they're like by like some, you know, rocks and you know, nature. Um, and you know they're all dipping in the water they play prank on Giselle they're like pretending like oh yeah like it's not yeah it's like it's it's warm but it's really like, freezing cold and et cetera et cetera Wendy decides to have a photo shoot okay Candace decides to have a photo shoot as well
1: Candace has such a nice body especially she for her really, to be so really petite does. yeah
0: yes because she could get like not saying that she does, but like when you're that petite, it can get kind of stout really quickly. But on her, it doesn't look like that to me.
1: Yeah, or you could just be like stick thin, and she just has mm-hmm. like a
0: nice shape. But she has yeah. like a curve to it. I mean, it's the least she can get. Ashley is milking her tits. They find it funny. Ha 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 and
1: Robin when Robin walked back up the stairs she's like oh, Ashley in these fucking titties like she's so sick of her pulling this as her storyline
0: and and I am too but what's, what am I gonna do you know um, cause I don't even see Wendy doing that shit as much as Ashley be doing it um, and so then somebody asks Candace about her song I guess and then Candice is excited to describe you know the new song the remixed version of her wedding song and then Giselle makes quite the nasty comment in the confessionals
1: yeah what was it like I guess she Eggie hated the, the single yeah <laughs> she was saying that it was a lot of hoo ha and she wanted she was like so anything will be better so I hope this Gilgo remix is awesome like ooh you nasty bitch right
0: which I didn't think the original wedding song was that bad and I do think the Gilgo song version is better but I didn't think the wedding part was that bad. I mean, it's like a wedding song. I, I mean, I don't know if I can
1: love it or hate it, really. It's
0: very neutral. It's not for me.
1: It's for Chris, really.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just weird that you, like, felt the need to shit on someone else's happiness. But, like, you do that a lot often. So I don't know. Um, not just a lot often. <laughs> so
1: That's, whatever. like, a lot, a lot.
0: that's like a lot a lot people like just so y'all know um but then because she's a fucking troll she makes Candace get up and perform and so Candace is performing her go-go version dancing I don't know if you peeped there's like a white woman in the background like checking it out like staring at these black folks cutting up on the side over here um everyone congratulates Candace and then because Giselle can't rest a moment again she finds the time to also ask Candace about where her and Karen stand I
1: find it I don't know I get it why she's saying that her and Karen's relationship has changed I mean classic at the beginning of every Housewives season I feel like people that are going to fall out, they just emphasize how, how close they are, and at the beginning of the season, obviously, she said, Karen is my favorite person, well, favorite adult woman outside of my mother. So, of course, later in the season, she has little to no love for her because of the way she feels like she's treating her. Not to skip too far ahead, but I was a little shocked with our Karen and the way she handled some things, but... Yeah, yeah. Anywho...
0: Yeah, I gotta say I wasn't too pleased. I wasn't too pleased later on in this episode with the grand dame.
1: Yeah, I was pretty shocked. I was let down and pretty shocked.
0: Okay, so the next scene the ladies are gathered together. They're getting ready to go, I guess, to dinner. But right now we're looking at Karen. She's dressed up, she's FaceTiming Ray. She's doing a little peep show underneath her dress and talking about how she's having a dominatrix night tomorrow and she's going to have to make it up to him. And intimacy is very important in marriage. And Ray and I are working on that.
1: (laughs) But yet her mouth is retired. I don't know how much she's working on
0: it. (laughs) 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 I don't really blame her, though. Like, I feel like that is the first thing to go. When I'm not like feeling somebody anymore. <laughs> like I I don't even I don't wanna do any mouth shit. I almost don't even want to kiss you.
1: Oh, that's you can't not kiss, you have to.
0: Well, I mean I'm not married also, so I can be that immature.
1: But But I, the fact that she hasn't slipped up in two and a half years. Yeah. You haven't had a good day in two and a half years.
0: <laughs> you couldn't <have> spite <laughs> of him for for that long. The idea Not even of accidentally. Him being in your mouth was just that revolting. Whoa.
1: She said, "Raise my king, my everything," but also
0: two and a half years, and I don't remember what episode it was. It might have been the last episode, but apparently, when she got, an, you know, another time when she got sloppy drunk, which is why that's a recurring theme in this episode. In the last episode, that Karen, um. Uh, doesn't want to drink around them because she doesn't want to like be sloppy and drunk and say what she really wants to say <laughs> apparently when she got drunk one time she said that she doesn't like Ray's dick
1: yeah I heard that on IG um and Robin like holding on to that forever is awesome Robin
0: holding on to that and then saying it now uh it's, let's just say it's one why well, she's not one of my favorites <laughs> I'll just make that clear
1: but Karen also tighten up. <laughs> <First> <laughs> you gotta all, stop. You cannot trust these bitches. Were
0: you shocked? Were you shocked that Karen had said that?
1: Um, no. Because, again, if you didn't put it in your mouth for two and a half years, I don't assume you love it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it can't be your favorite thing. That you don't love it. Um,
1: now, was the context...
0: Ray was there, right? When she said it. I don't remember ever hearing that happen. Personally.
1: Okay. Then then I wonder the context. Was he there or was he not?
0: Definitely makes it worse if he was there, right? Or... <laughs> yeah!
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, if it's a male-female party and you and your man are there and... You say that in front of a room full of other couples? Mm mm. SOS.
0: <laughs> imagine like coming back in the room after your spouse just dogged the shit out of your genitalia. <laughs> yeah, like imagine the car ride home. This is like one of the things that like sticks in a person's mind, you know? Like, and that's why when men get really, really mad at some chick, they love to throw out like, you know, she smells or whatever. Guys, we're going very off track, so like, just stick with me. But like, guys like to throw that out, and it sticks in your mind, even if it's not true. Like the it's like not the nice Chloe to say. And, and I hate to bring it up, but I always do because it ah uh, the
1: earring back, the earring, the earring back. back.
0: He says she smelled like earring back.
1: Which uh, my favorite retort to that is Lamar Odom. You were living on Skid Row doing crack. You, what do you have some preference about smells? Are you fucking kidding he fucking me? Fucking died. You were a corpse talking about smell you died in a brothel you have a thing for smell you
0: were face down my in ass apartment. you shot on yourself multiple times in the hospital but i know it i've seen it you were dead and that's what you want to tell me i could have pulled a plug on you multiple times and that's what you want to throw out in the world
1: allegedly all of this is alleged allegedly, we're talking about the kardashians allegedly, here allegedly, allegedly. these are all facts though, yeah, but, but also facts allegedly
0: printer, but allegedly and apparently Moneybag also said the same thing about Meg. Yeah. If anything, he says she smells like a stallion. <laughs> ah! And that's when I knew men ain't shit.
1: There's a special place in hell for men <laughs> who get out of hand like that. sexuality
0: is dead. It's just dead because men cis hetero men don't know how
1: to act. They're disrespectful. They're
0: so disrespectful.
1: Do you know the other day my brother? We're really going off, and I swear we we'll are get back after this. Do you know the other day my brother had the nerve to tell me that a black man's struggle in America is worse than a black Shut
0: woman? To I, I <laughs> know that we are laughing multiple times during this inappropriate conversation, but just know that well, one we laugh so we don't cry okay we, we laugh in the face of adversity because it's honestly all we can do as black women number two that's a fucking lie your honor I'm so sorry at the end of the day you're still a man yeah like so. the fact that you have the privilege to say that
1: is wild I was truly stunned and I said I think it's time for you to go back to school and get some education <laughs> <laughs> I
0: think it's I'm not point. happy no shade. Yeah,
1: I'm actually not thrilled no about that shade, one. No shade. And, It's an yeah.
0: actual request of mine. Please.
1: I think our parents have failed you, <laughs> if that's your perspective on things.
0: Oh, wow. Well, if you listening to this episode. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he won't be, but I already told him what it was. I was, I
0: didn't okay. let that slide there. Wow, that's actually crazy. But men feel like that, though. and that, And I think that's really crazy to me. And that's why we won't ever get. I know it's shocking because they don't even understand how that's not a true statement. For carrying
1: a child and having to do childbirth alone, women are superior to men in terms of struggle. So, like, don't do that. Our reproductive system alone, and I don't want to get into the nuances of anything else.
0: We'll leave it at that. Anywho, just know, yeah. Anywho, all the black women listening, you know what's up. Like, don't even play with that. Don't. yeah, so Karen decides that she's going to have some shrimps. And then obviously Giselle feels like she needs to call people out on shit, which, okay, whatever. So she's like, well, Karen claims that she has an ulcer. And I just need to Google real quick. And one glass of champagne can kill you if you have an ulcer. Okay, extremist. Okay. Is that, what Googling are what you Googling doing? What Googling are you <laughs> okay. doing? Number one. Number two. I actually have authority on this kind of healthcare topic and that is simply not true one is she's on medication though she's on medication so that the glass of the champagne doesn't kill her number one number two not everyone has the same symptoms so whatever drastic shit you're reading on fucking WebMD is not the case for everybody Okay. some people don't even know they have an ulcer when they have it <laughs> so
1: Brittany Cartwright Brittany Cartwright from Vanderpump Rules has an ulcer, and you see the way she behaves. So she's, <laughs> she's still alive
0: and bear and cheese. So
1: it's snorting a lot of coke allegedly, <laughs> and she's still breathing. So I think Karen having a gl- I don't think a glass of champagne kills everyone with an ulcer. It I think it's a does. very bold statement.
0: Really I don't think it's safe to say it would kill her. <laughs> Maybe it'd be painful the next day. She'd be a little nauseous. Talk
1: about an alternative fact. Like, a whole wow. alternative
0: fact. But she said that she Googled it, so it sounded like it was a real fact. But I just want everybody to know it is that's simply not true. And, again, there's fans out there. Come on the pod and, dis- and, and defend her to me because I don't get it. She's not even funny in, like, a joking way to me. Like, <laughs> I don't know what it is about her like I take everything she says seriously and I hate everything she says
1: <laughs> yeah because even if, do I think that Karen really has an ulcer that's you know one glass away she'll die no if Karen's storyline is that or she, she needs medication so she can't drink so she drink, needs to drink milk that's obviously not what's going on like Jay said earlier it's obviously that Karen is um you know not comfortable being wasted around these women who could blame her but she doesn't want to say that. So, do I think the ulcer is real? No. And I get what Giselle's trying to say. She's trying to call her out for it. But even the way she does that is
0: annoying. And I believe her. And it's like also sometimes too. Like I don't know about like other people, but sometimes I'm ready to tap out. Like I, you know, I've, obviously I've told Jay like my other friends this, but I'm gonna tell y'all too. <laughs> but I've been telling myself that I want to give up like certain kinds of meats, and I want to give up alcohol for like a little bit. Like I'm just like in the mood. Like I feel like something's telling me to do it, so I just just do it. And I get sometimes, like, and I'm not saying this is necessarily in Karen's case. I do think that she just isn't comfortable with the women, and I also can understand why she isn't. But sometimes, like, I, like, really can be out and be like, you know what, I'm not in the mood to drink. Like, I'm not in the mood to, like, guzzle down three punchas. Like, I'm not in that mood, especially we're just going to go upstairs after this. Like, we ain't even hitting the clubs and the bars after this. So, it's just weird that she's gullet-gazing. Like, why are you watching what, what I'm doing? Like, drink your own shit or don't, but don't worry about what I'm doing. But in other event, they they move along the conversation, and Candace is sitting, and she's asking, like, do you guys find it harder to communicate long distance or not? Karen says it's challenging. Apparently, Chris isn't like talking on the phone. Juan gets grumpy, apparently. Eddie catches an attitude, too. So everyone's thinking it's all the men that have a problem.
1: Except for Giselle's because her Jamali lives in her (laughs) phone. Jamali's comfortable
0: (laughs) in her phone. He's never existed anywhere outside of that, so he loves being there.
1: So that's when Candace takes out the tit.
0: Right, because then Robin asks, I have a question. Who has sent pictures to their man? And surprisingly, no one really has. Ex- except for like except Robin. Or Robin, Ashley, and maybe Giselle? She didn't really give an answer or not.
1: She definitely does because, again, her man lives in the phone. <laughs> she def- If she's not taking out a vulva on FaceTime, she's definitely sending. Risque photographs.
0: I think the fact that they're all married or have been at some point and haven't sent a picture is wild. I think if I can't, like, okay, I can't not want to send it to a boyfriend, but if I can't send it to my husband, who can I send it to?
1: Right. Um, and I just feel like even if it's not your favorite thing to do or favorite thing for him, you still send it as security while you're away. If he is cheating on you, then he'll instantly feel bad because, like, damn, my bitch just like did all this for me. And especially because they're dressing up for a sexy night, you would think they would all take a quick photo or two for the man. Right. Can't wait to see you tomorrow, babe. I mean, come on. How do you keep these marriages alive?
0: You know, like are they just not doing it on the camera or?
1: I think Robin has full nudes on that phone. On that phone, but the fact that everybody said no, she was like, "I'm not going to bring mine out." She was like, "Oh, they're deleted." Like she fully has said a nudes that she's in she there.
0: Said in her, in her tagline, she doesn't get played. Okay. So she's not going to put herself in a position where all of the bitches looking at her like she's crazy. Because it does seem crazy that you do all of that and he's still out here running the streets. But that's not your fault as a woman. That's just his failure as a man. And I was just giving her that. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so Giselle makes Candace whip out her titty and take a picture. She has um, Robin and LaDom hold up her blanket for her so no one can see. She snaps pictures, she sends it to him. He's like, Y'all are stupid. And obviously he's gonna say that because he knows like this is clearly a dare.
1: <laughs> like, you know,
0: this is clearly like your girls are putting you onto something.
1: It reminded me of when Candy had to call Todd and try to do phone sex or whatever. And he was like, Y'all crazy.
0: Yeah, like if they They're
1: not impressed with these antics. Exactly.
0: They're like, if if they feel like it's antics and they're not gonna like being entertained. So we're back at the commercial break and it's the next scene, it's the next morning actually in Madeira. And all the ladies come out. I'm reminded of as to why they're called the Worst Dress franchise when I see Giselle's long glittery champagne colored skirt sequence. And they are riding over to the Punch Factor basically <laughs> the original place of the poncha Puncha. And they ride over in style, aka Vespa motorcycle with the sidecar?
1: The TomTom sidecar.
0: Precisely. Are you going to be in the sidecar or are you behind the.
1: I'm not trying to ride the instructor. I'd rather just be by myself in the sidecar. What about you?
0: I think I would have to ride the instructor.
1: Oh, good. We can ride together yeah.
0: then. <laughs> anyway, so they're driving through the village. Looks cute. I call it the village. <laughs> It's not a village. It's like a city, but um... Hold on, whoa SOS, SOS, SOS. Giselle
1: has on a wicker hat with the band that says Madeira and a sequin
0: gold maxi skirt. I just mentioned the maxi skirt, but the hat also,
1: yeah, terrible. Yeah, the, but I'm saying in combination with that hat and a bamboo hoop
0: gold earring.
1: Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm new, lolos. new, new
0: lolos. So yeah, so they end up. at... I'm gonna keep calling it the Pucha Factory, and but just know this is where they show them how they make an original Pucha. So I'm so glad they finally showed the fucking recipe because I had to actually Google it myself because I was so tired of them mentioning Pucha, 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 and not telling me what was in this damn drink. Um, so they have it helpfully on the side, and all it is oranges honey lemon and a whole bunch of rum and it's funny that they keep mentioning wow this is really strong because when i googled it and did my research (laughs) one of the statements on one of the sites was like it's commonly said by tourists that this is a really strong drink (laughs) and then they were all saying like yeah this is really strong like it must be really fucking strong therefore i need to try it
1: yeah i'm usually not like, I don't really like an orange juice base in my drinks unless it's a mimosa, really. But I would definitely try this because I'm intrigued by the honey aspect, honestly. I
0: know. I don't usually like rum, but I would still try this drink. Yeah. And so they're outside and they're eating rum and, like, fucking laced potato chips. I don't know what... Yeah, who cheaped out on the food. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I guess there wasn't any real food around here. And then so Robin decides to let it known that the website is up and running, everyone's on it, everyone can see themselves except for Karen. <laughs> How do you feel <laughs> about her cutting Karen out?
1: I actually have an overall note about Robin. Um, Honestly, she's still annoying. She's obviously still Giselle's henchman. But... <laughs> But I will say, I'm actually coming around to her. I feel like I'm seeing what everyone else was talking about. Like, you know, Obi and Stephanie and everyone else and Taria. Like, everybody really liked her and, I, and, and it never really was there for me. And I'm liking the Robin I'm seeing more than I like the Robin I've seen in the past. Mm-hmm. Like, I really liked, what, you know, with the, the nude moment and then her moments later. I think she... Had a great episode. Mm -hmm. So I was pretty intrigued by her. But. (laughs) All that to say but. I'm not. Obviously loving her. It's all relative. Because I don't. Know if this was the appropriate way. To deliver that. Every single other person's photograph made Mm -hmm. it. (laughs) Except for Karen. (laughs)
0: That's like not nice. For her to retake the photos either. Like, I don't even want you to try again. Like, it was trash. It was terrible. You're out the sight. And she made it an age thing, which I didn't appreciate. It. But you couldn't, on
1: set, just say, like, give me giggle, give me youth, give me fun. If that's what you wanted, you let her take these striking ass <laughs> photos. And <Yes>. these, is, <laughs> these aren't what you want. She's giving I mean, you full how profile. You think
0: Giselle looks, I guess, is my, in my opinion. I'm so confused.
1: I thought Candace's photo was the cutest one though. She looks so cute. I think Candace
0: in it. looks
1: cute, but I didn't like the hat on her. Because I don't like the hat. <laughs> no, the hat's hideous. Yeah, <laughs> it's not about her. It's the hat. You got me. Yeah, <laughs> the hat looks hideous. Not to shame Ashley's hair, but I feel like, can we just slick back the bun for the hair? The, that hair is not made for a hat. So it looks yeah. nuts.
0: Listen,
1: just like Wendy's, Wendy's hair isn't quite the... She didn't wear the wig for the hat. She wore a wig she wanted to wear. Oh, and then she had to put the hat on. So it also didn't look great on her. At least Karen's hair was done for right, she the had hat.
0: her slick, straight, yakky. No, it wasn't yakky. Let me stop. Her silk, straight, Brazilian. You try to play her on some age shit. Which, who does ageism anymore, really? Um, You hope to live to make that age anyway. That's so what's that the point of talking about it. Youthful and in the know quite honestly Giselle's over there spitting like you know propaganda saying how Jamal is her best friend and how like they never lost that friendship and etc etc so anyway they get back to the hotel they decide to eat because obviously the peanuts and the you know fucking lace potato chips wasn't cutting it and um And then Candace and Robin come back to the table. Candace has belly out, looking cute. Obviously, Karen's like, oh, honey, with the new bathing suit, giving her her flowers. Ever since a certain someone said that all we do is talk shit about Wendy. Not all we do is talk shit about Wendy, but that we talk, that we, like, really clearly don't like her. I feel like every time I say something, I'm, like, reminded of that. And I'm like, Wow. It's not even like I don't like her at this point. It's just that it's very easy to like... On her, She gives you a lot to pick on, kind of. I
1: just think she's acting for the camera. So, this episode, she didn't really talk too much. So, Mm -hmm. I didn't mind her. They didn't put the camera on her that much, which is where I like her. Uh, Even in a compliment, I'm digging.
0: And then, so, because Giselle was like literally in rare form this episode, kind of dogging everyone. Um... You know, Karen decides to mention that she has the business coming in. It's a hair business.
1: We'll be right back after this short message from our sponsor.
0: So Giselle's on her knees shit, and obviously she brings up and kind of pokes fun at Karen for saying that she has new business on the horizon, and it's a hair business. She's like, she already got, she just got the dom up, and now she's, now she wants to have a new business venture. Karen always trying new businesses, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. How did you feel about that? She's building a portfolio, you She's fucking. She's building an international fashion lifestyle brand. What is what's not what aren't you getting? <laughs> I feel like
1: I haven't seen ever Hugh in Target in a long time, so what's up with your You know, business
0: model? it's like I don't get talking shit about someone who's started all these businesses when they one clearly need it or two <laughs> And that was honestly not intended to be really shady. And two, if they're working relatively, like well, Dom is not the most, you know, purchased fragrance, but it made it to Bloomingdale's or something, didn't it?
1: Yeah, and it was in a fit fat bum box, if I'm understanding everything hmm. correctly. As Ramona would say, kadoos, kadoos. to her." <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> anyway. Just a side note about the wigs. She she had a wig business earlier in the show. Remember where she was donating wigs to like sick people or something <laughs> like that? Um, so I'm wondering if this is a rebranding or this is an offshoot and now she's selling a retail. I think like, saw her, her selling curious. her wigs
0: on some site I Or the other one it is. It's one of those big ones. Like it might have been an RPG wig show or something like that and um yeah. i remember okay. looking at the wigs i was like wow they're pretty expensive they were decent but they were expensive um I won't, like how much have been in the four five hundreds for me to say it's expensive yeah because oh wow like, when i see two three hundreds i'm like all right all right but if i see four five i'm like whoo shh. i'm like bitch did alonzo arnold himself especially sold five to tokyo soda shit up but you other know, i you know, some of the ladies finish you know, their dinner or lunch or whatever this is. I guess it's lunch. And the rest of them head upstairs and we get to the next scene and everyone's getting ready for their um, dominatrix night.
1: Wait, we're not going to talk about the fact that she revealed also that she had the party and they were like, are you inviting Monique? And she said no. And it's like, Monique's comes <laughs> next week. Anyway, keep going. And,
0: um, <laughs> you know, and this is where I was Telling you before about like what the fuck was going on with Ashley's outfit? It was like leggings or tights, and then a lingerie top. But then she put the tights on top of the lingerie top,
1: which was covered in and a pasty so over the nipple.
0: That was going on.
1: It's like if you're, and she thought it was slutty because of the boots and the nipple covers, yeah, and not flattering not for her figure. All.
0: Because she can get, even though she has a butt, she's boxy, kind of rectangular. So she needs something that kind of gives her a little bit of that, well, let me stop. She doesn't need anything. Um, But in terms of. But yeah, the most flattering thing, thing is something exactly. that, that gives her a hip. Her waist in to give the illusion of a hip. Because she already has the butt part. But uh, I'm not her stylist. So. Anyway, so she has my outfit. No one is. There's no one there. Um and she's talking about how she used to be a free spirit woman and exciting and you know, these she had handcuffs and whips and etcetera in her in her drawer, you know what I mean? And so she's trying to use this as a moment to get her groove back, I guess, whatever. Um Right, she says I have these
1: things in my drawer and I Laugh because she she does. But she
0: hasn't been using them. Yeah, Yeah,
1: they've grown dusty.
0: Um, And then Giselle's in her getup. I didn't like anything about that one either. But as much as I love the color red, it might be one of my least favorite lingerie colors. I think red lingerie can get real cheap and tawdry (laughs) real quick. I feel like you have to really, really be like a sex pot in order. And this is my personal opinion. In order for Red to come out and look really good on on like lace or lingerie. Like Rihanna could really pull it off, obviously. But something about these locals in the Red, (laughs) I don't know. Black is always a safe choice. I think a jewel tone is always a safe choice. Even a pink on a woman is generally a safe choice for most skin tones. Pink and white. Yeah, pink and white. White has limitations to it. Um, but white still ends up looking good, I think, on again, majority skin tones. So it's just like those I like. Um I even like when black women do like and so well, they can't do nude for this particular thing, but I like a nude on black women. Like a brown nude you know what I mean um yeah but mm-hmm. red. yeah um, I agree maybe it's just there and right? it's just me really cheap but it's really hard for me to see red lingerie really executed perfectly in my opinion yeah reds mm-hmm. and purples can look yeah. very cheap unless it's like a pastel purple like a light purple it's I think yeah like a yeah like a lavender it, is I different think you're thinking, like the dark purple
1: yeah anything mm-hmm. Bordeaux looking is not like my favorite thing to see
0: yeah so anyway, so they have all these props and shit. They got, you know, big black beeps. And <laughs> and they with
1: the eggplant emoji yeah. over them, the editors
0: are fools. And um again, Giselle brings up, Oh, so you're still gonna tell Kansas what you what you was, you know, telling us and she's like, Yeah. She's like, Okay, we'll tell it after the games. And it's just like, how can, like, just, and that's how, like, again, how I feel like Giselle is so fucking fake. Like, she can really just sit there and laugh at Kiki all night knowing that this is gonna happen tonight. <laughs> like, that's crazy
1: to me. I said last week, remember, or not last week, two weeks ago, that she comes into every scene, or when we have Stephanie, she comes into every scene already knowing what she was gonna do. So, I'm, this is nothing new to her. She already knows she'd be, she comes in with a plan. She's like, so calculated.
0: Anyway, Wendy comes in. She is in all black. Apparently, when you come in, you have to play with the beep. And so Wendy like flicks it and says, "Hey, friend." <laughs> and then Robin comes. Her outfit was her upsetting. Outfit
1: was So upsetting. Her hair
0: wasn't doing it. Makeup wasn't doing it. Um, and then she takes a bleep and smacks on the table <laughs> in a very unsexy way I was like I don't know how she did that
1: it wasn't on thing. and then
0: Robin said that she looked like Cruella DeVille which I
1: thought was kind of funny
0: she did kind she of look witchy she pretty witchy this episode she looks scary Um, just in general in my opinion but it also kind of felt like, damn, Robin. Like the bitch just sat down, and you already kind of like, I'm like, you, you have a like,
1: horrible outfit, and you're gonna sit here and tell her so that she looks like Rolo Deville. Sat
0: down, like let her settle in for a little bit first. Get a drink down her throat before you dog her. Number one, number two, bitch, your outfit is nothing to talk about, and you want to come at me for mine? What? And then so. <laughs> Karen loses her cool too. I, she did I mean, not who like would? that. Who would? <laughs> I, I don't blame her. And then she said that you look like a whore on the street corner, and everybody found that. Everyone found that more rude than this bitch calling her Cruella Deville. <laughs> I don't understand. I mean, this is why Karen don't fuck with y'all. Because even when somebody is doing her dirty, y'all don't give a fuck. <laughs> like...
1: But it was true. She doesn't have one thing. You're supposed to look like a whore on the street corner. Unfortunately, Robin doesn't even look like a whore on the street corner. She looks like a stud going to the bar. <laughs> Talk about it, stud. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I don't know if... I really wish she would have said that to someone else because, unfortunately, Robin is it just about not stupid. as dressed for this party as you are. <laughs> yeah, both of you look both terrible for this.
0: like, no reason because y'all both look dumb. Like, okay. Exactly, they're, like, outfit <laughs> shaming because they both look horrible. Karen's outfit is just not on theme and then... <laughs> problems outfit is just terrible so then Candace comes in with her outfit and her Ariana Grande inspired mask um Ashley was like oh I like it and we know how Ashley gets down so I think she really meant it and
1: um, Ashley was definitely sure. slightly aroused when she walked yeah. in the room she didn't expect that from Candace and I get it I didn't expect it from her either. It's
0: funny because they're really trying to show us how like Candace was really having a good day. She was having a good last day. Anyway, so they're all playing games, doing a question game. And when the first question is, where on your body is your favorite place to be touched? Karen immediately says, my vagina. (laughs) I mean, which? Retweet? I don't know. Like, <laughs> <it's not laughs> one of like eventually you gotta get there. But <laughs> I feel like my answer would have been the neck. Also, S- super. Is sensitive. it for you? Like, I can't even like blow dry my hair a certain type of way because if the like, heat of the blow dryer is on my neck, I lose my cool. Yeah. Wow. What's, what would be your answer?
1: I like <laughs> to have my ass grabbed a lot. I like to be touched in that region. Even when we're kissing, I like her hands to okay. be on my Other regions. My butt's I
0: pretty like sensitive, it, too. like can to hold cell. it a
1: lot. So. Yeah. I, have lots I of, just got aroused. Oh, my God. I, I just know. got excited <laughs> thinking about it. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, I just... If you stroke it, mm-hmm. if you... Grab it if you just lay, yeah, have it, a hand like on it, anything on it, mess, just uh,
0: because I guess it's more accessible. Then, ass, and then I guess my genitalia, <laughs> since we're down there already. Um, mine would go ass, oh, genitalia, tit girl. Okay,
1: <laughs> only if it's like if we're doing anything, it's just like again, I just just use them. I would like all of my areas okay. to be used if you could use all of
0: them. So, yeah, that. What's the next? Some had nipples. Some said ears. Some said lower back. Then the next one was... Ears interesting, actually, <laughs> before I move on. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's a funny one. I like to touch people's ears, I like to but I don't like people touching my ears.
0: I ears like like, shoulders. But those are not areas that I necessarily want to touch. Mommy, head because I'm a black yeah. girl. It's just like, please don't.
1: Or maybe hair would be over tit because I, I actually like, like too, when people get my hair.
0: Very specific. And there needs to be a So
1: actually out. hair over tit.
0: Because I'm not going to get my hair messed up for nothing. <laughs> like, you see what I'm saying?
1: But only, I'm assuming my, my hair is down and it's like you can like stroke yeah. it nicely and not yeah. fuck it up. Yeah. I'm a hope, I'm assuming it's not well, curled. If it's curled I'm no, expecting obviously it not. To not. Be awake.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, when was the last time you had a, you get the blowjob? Everyone was like, before I came, before I left a couple weeks ago and Karen had to say she's retired her mouth which I actually really love the phrasing on that though.
1: Is his ah. mouth retired? in return because you said your favorite spot was your vagina I, I, and I don't if you I, hate yeah, a stick I'm trying to do the math
0: he didn't even want to say thank you Okay, <laughs> so so, I know he ain't doing it
1: but then how is her favorite spot to be touched her vagina if he's not touching it and therein lies the issue
0: <laughs> and therein lies the problem <laughs> um,
1: exactly That's why she had blue eyes. Someone to touch her favorite spot.
0: Um, And then it came up, you know, who's dominant in the bedroom. So they asked Wendy, like with Eddie, who's the dominant. And she says he is. And we didn't get an answer on that from anyone else, though. Which I feel like I would have been curious as to hear the answer. Well, with Robin and Juan, I think it's Robin. (laughs) Robin. so then the ladies ask about masturbation and how many times do people masturbate? And, you know, everyone's like, not enough, not enough. And, um, Ashley used to be apparently every day before she, you know, before things changed. And she used to be evidently horny about up to eight, eight months of pregnancy, which is kind of normal for a lot of people. And, um, Except Robin, apparently, because Robin said that she was horny throughout her whole pregnancy.
1: That was a little odd to me.
0: (laughs) You you just lay
1: on your side with a vibrating pillow between your thighs and get off? (laughs) 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 That's not not appetizing to me.
0: Then Karen mentioned that she has a vibrating pillow. She has a pillow fetish, number one a vibrating pillow that she'll just put between her legs.
1: Yeah, it's gonna take at least 15 this minutes big- for me to even get, like, anywhere.
0: Yeah, you can just, like, rub one out quicker. Because hmm. I honestly prefer using my hands before, yeah, for me, it's, like, hands, then vibrator. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes you don't move for either or, but definitely, like, your hands know what they're doing, in my opinion. Well, mine do, at least. I don't know. They're more exactly. adjustable than a vibrator. They can get that like l- little spot, the little crook right there. The little the vibrator can't do that. And sometimes the vibrator is a little harsh. Like Oof, I don't need all of that right now. <laughs> um, but a vibrating yeah, pillow. Neither is neither of those Neither is it what I like. I don't know. But hey, if that's your thing, that's your thing. Again, you're not getting any from Ray, so you got to get it somewhere. You got to get it at you live. I don't know.
1: This whole party, honestly, it's like. This whole party. I'm honestly like, speechless.
0: You guys want to make out with each other so bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I imagine this is the foreplay, yeah, and then yeah. Portia and Tang and Sam had yeah, sex. You
0: know what girl, I mean? Like, it's girl that, that, that would, kind of like, setting. Want to sleep with each other or, like, have sub each other? <laughs> that would do. I can't tell. <laughs> I, yeah, I was like, I can't <laughs> tell. I don't know. Like. But maybe. And so. So the girls start having fun. They start dancing. They're doing a little dominatrix stuff. They're dancing on each other. Candice is really taking her. Her sub outfit to the extreme. And she's crawling on the floor. Her kitty cat shit.
1: (laughs) Like, have I been to a lingerie party before? Yeah. Do I love it? No.
0: It feels like y'all just wanted to see my titties. (laughs) Like, it feels like...
1: This is like your idea of bonding. I guess
0: that's fine. I'm a... Like you said, the way Ashley
1: danced upon Robin was not very stiff. It was very intimate, I, and Robin didn't flinch. I would have at least flinched, like or be like, whoa.
0: I would have flinched more, like, women come on to me all the time, but I would have flinched. Because <laughs> that's like, whoa. Well, she's like literally in her face, riding her. And I was going to say, like, the way Ashley was dancing, too, like, you could definitely tell they, obviously, I mean, it's been revealed anyway, but they definitely have threesomes. She's definitely comfortable with women. If not more into women right now than she is into Michael. (laughs) That's for sure. Right, because Michael's not even a
1: man. Michael is his own entity. She's more into women than men and Michaels again, I low-key, that's why I was saying I kind of liked Robin. The fact that she didn't flinch, I was like, whoa. Robin's know. not Robin someone I know, I don't, I don't think. I don't think I know this Robin girl. there were some twosomes with some ladies. <laughs> Allegedly. Maybe that's how she was surviving all this how meantime is. in between
0: time. How come only Robin um, gave you
1: those okay. vibes? Not only Robin gives me those vibes, but just the way she didn't react was, like, very telling to me. I was like whoa okay That's oh good. robin gets down okay um my eyes are open okay
0: and then so they finally are done dancing with each other i guess and then ashley lets another not so secret secret go that she was at another concert and some lady put her hands down her pants and michael was there watching them and obviously all the streets were like Ugh, like dirty hands in your vagina <laughs> you know what i mean but you know that wasn't even that occurred to Ashley at the time. I would like to
1: <laughs> drug test Michael and Ashley the day after they go to the EDM <laughs> concert. The so that's all I'm saying.
0: I would to know too. Like y'all are high off the Molly, and I think it's no.
1: You're drinking Molly water, and taking off ecstasy off tablets, Mali. and doing maybe meth. Like... I
0: <laughs> these bitches on the Molly. Okay, you're the bitches. You're on the Molly. You're on the ecstasy.
1: And Michael probably, like... I feel like there were so many details left out. I envisioned it as such. This is my fanfiction. I envisioned the lady came over, whatever they were dancing, nastily. Bent over nastily. And then the lady licks her hand and goes into Ashley's pants. And Michael was stroking his own cock. Either within his Actually, pants or outside of I don't know hours, the setting. Like, you'd get arrested. But... Michael, you- but Michael lives on the edge. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, most people would think like that, but I don't think Michael's really into rules. Yeah. So, I don't know like what the situation was, but it definitely didn't end with that lady licked her hands, put her hands in Ashley's pants, definitely inserted at least a finger or two, and then she just left dry and clean, and Michael let her leave. Okay.
0: And I'll just reverse and just do a little prelude to your fan fiction and somebody definitely came up to Ashley when they first got to the EDM festival and gave her a little bit of tablet and then she handed some to Michael and he tried to pretend like he didn't really want to do it but then she's like just do it just try it and you know she's like the freaky young thing that he's with and he's like the older so he pretended like he didn't want to do it but then he did it and then fast forward and now they're at the EDM concert and some bitches look at her fingers and put it inside of Ashley's drawers and Michael is stroking himself in or outside of his pants. We'll say outside because he's radical.
1: <laughs> yeah, outside because it's Michael. Anyone, any other husband inside, Michael outside.
0: Um, so like Candice, we're also wondering what's going on at these EDM festivals, but we know for sure that drugs is a part of it. And, um, and was like, well, I think we're done unless somebody could top that. And then so everyone's like, oh, it's been an interesting night. It's been really fun, really fun trip. Love the trip. And now she decides, let's ruin it by bringing up the fact that she <laughs> is writing this statement to assassinate Karen, uh, Candace's character. So she says, you know, I want to be transparent with you. You are my friend. And, and then Wendy was like, oh, that's so good to hear you say that. <laughs> but so (laughs) yeah but i want you here versus me and then basically she just tells her you know i'm writing this shit about you and the kid says okay so you were worried about what would happen to her but didn't care about me (laughs) between me and candace basically what was seen publicly so what was seen publicly were the tweets that candace was um sending and the whole butter knife incident bite. And know they said it. something at the reunion. they flashback, they love this fucking screenshot. Where is your income, roach? <laughs> Where is your income
1: roach? <laughs> <laughs> As if they're not coworkers. You called
0: this woman a roach. Like, <laughs> I'm not even mad that Ashley can't get over that, but I am mad that she pretending like she was. That I am mad at. I'm not even saying you had to forgive Candace, but you're what?
1: Yeah. I, I feel like
0: it's like oh, I thought I could forgive you. I just can't. Shut up, bitch. You know from the moment she typed "roach" in capital letters when you were giving birth to your baby. Amidst all your issues with fucking Michael, you knew that she was never going to forgive
1: that bitch. You knew it. I feel like Ashley's in a real pickle here because, again, she signed on the dotted line with the devil. And she said (laughs) that if the tapes were destroyed of Michael, she would do any and everything for Monique. And Monique cashed that check so quickly. Ashley didn't have a fucking choice anyway. That's the thing. Even Ashley doesn't feel bad about doing what she has to do. (laughs) But it is mandatory what she does.
0: She says like, so. It was a statement against Candace. Basically, to assassinate Candace's character, and then she says it's not about assassination. Which, <laughs> obviously, we all have to be like, but it is. She's like, how is it gonna hurt? It doesn't hurt Candace. Hmm. like you're trying to weaken her case by saying that she has a temperament that will uh, that would lead somebody to wanting to fight her, basically. And then Giselle says the fact that she asked you when you weren't even there is questionable. And then obviously based off of your, she knows also your relationship with Candace. So her asking that is really crazy. And again, it's not, she didn't ask her to write a statement in defense of Monique in terms of like saying how like she's seen Monique be great, whether her kids, she's never seen her do anything like this or allude to anything like this of the sort it was, I need you to specifically talk about how Candace is whack. And then Robin decides to bring up the fact that Ashley did mention by the pool. you know, we're even now. And then she's like, so this was kind of like your revenge against Candace. Like, let's be real. You didn't say the word revenge, but it was revenge. She didn't care. Because then her defense at the end was like, well, you have said some pretty yeah, things she didn't about care. my husband and my family. But to be fair, a lot of people have said pretty haze things about her husband and her family. So Um, And and a lot of us will continue to. Ashley has also said her pretty fair share of foul shit about other people, including people on the show. So I don't feel bad for Ashley either, really. Um, And again, just want to show y'all, point it out once again, just in case you're missing it. This is the Bethany Joe phenomenon because didn't Ashley bring Candace on? Every night. Back and forth with that. Everyone thinks it's fucked up. As she doesn't care, she gets up and walks out. (laughs) You know, Candace starts crying saying she's on anxiety medication for this incident. She's worried about what's going to happen next. I understand that she's kind of worried about like what is Monique going to say or get people to do. And kind of rightfully so to be that paranoid because obviously she's out here getting (laughs) fucking bitches to write statements against you. That's what she's doing. She's mobilizing.
1: I feel like two things. One, I feel as though this is something that they need to talk about, things happening off the show. Like I had mentioned before, i had heard that she's losing bookings over this because Monique's calling and cashing in favors and asking people not to book her and not to talk to her and all of that off of the show, which mm-hmm. she's obviously not talking about on the show. So I feel like that context is missing as well. And secondly, it's giving me very much so, Adrian. And brandy, where what like Monique's the more powerful when she's the Adrian in the situation, and so she's pulling shit off camera to fuck with the more vulnerable one, the broker one Candace or Brandy, right, and using right. her power against her, which would make you paranoid, yeah, but when you unfortunately think it, it is like Candace like also being dramatic at the same the time, yeah,
0: situation where like in that particular instance, it really was not her fault, like. The Brandy and Adrian Malouf shit, like, come on. Brandy was out here running her mouth and running around saying that you have surrogate. Brandy was in the wrong. Was Adrian's response very ridiculous for what Brandy had said? Yeah, especially because they bleeped it out anyway. So we didn't. We wouldn't even have to know what they had said, really. But in this case, you really did run over and pull Candace's hair, and the whole thing, like, oh. Candace put in her statement that she released the glass onto Monique, which was literally the funniest wording ever. To release a glass on someone. But I also still don't think that's fair. The glass was still released after I've been yanked over the table and I'm being pulled. And hit on.
1: I did not get what Karen was trying to say with that. And that's when she really lost me. Because I'm like, um, even reading that, that that was the sequence of events. Like, yeah, she did release the glass at one point. So... Why are you reading that in a court document suddenly makes you Why is Monique not be able to take Candace's side way, at all or see her side that. anymore? It's confusing to me.
0: She, I know Monique was like, look, see, she even wrote it herself. She threw the glass on me. She released it onto me. Yes. After you twirled my hair twice, pulled me behind my hair across the fucking table and started hitting me over the head. No matter what the fuck I do at that point. You asked for it. And it's like, either you blacked out or you did it. Because then you said you blacked out, and then now you're saying, well, I only started fighting her because I got thrown, I got hit in the face with a glass. Which one is it? You remember a lot for someone who got who was blacked out. So Karen's doing this whole neutral, neutral, neutral thing. But I'm like, Karen, I don't think... I, I respect wanting to be neutral, but I don't think that you can be, in this instance anymore. And you're not really
1: neutral if this is you playing neutral.
0: Because now you're saying they're both in the wrong when there's clearly one that's more wrong than the other one. We're all in the wrong on this show. (laughs) Like we all are saying fucked up things about each other. But nobody has put hands on anybody else because of it. And again it's still not clear what Monique was fighting Candace about. (laughs) It's still not clear. If Ashley was the one to rag Candace, then I'd be like, well, damn, you know, like Candace was talking crazy. Candace wasn't even talking crazy, but Monique.
1: I don't know. Right.
0: So then it just pretty much ends with. I do you know. know. She's stupid. Ashley's calling Michael. She has a smirk on her face, like she always does. And um, Dean the Mastermind's on the screen. And she's just saying, like, you know, that she's talking to him about it. And Michael's like, Candace is a liar, which. And she's not a good woman, all this other stuff. And I'm like, since when are we taking moral character advice from fucking Michael, of all people? Right. It's because good to know the
1: moral the compass on this show is Michael Darby. Darby.
0: Like, you know, other people, i like, yeah. And then obviously Candace calls her man, and, you know, he's just being supportive too. He's like, and Cohen, you know, corroborates her story that um, whenever they would go over to the Samuels house, it's like, oh, Monique definitely. Is, is really making it seem like or Ashley's taking it she actually's taking Monique's statement that they don't have cameras downstairs as like her trying to have Ashley's back. But I feel like it was really Monique having her own back. Because if I had to say that I had cameras in my house, then I would have to relinquish over those tapes and God knows what else is on those fucking tapes. Monique could have been fucking her trainer on them tapes for all of you and because that's a rumor <laughs> allegedly not really you know what I mean it, it just it was more invasive to Monique to have to do that then then it also looks bad that you didn't give those tapes over like you knew this happened in your basement and you didn't say anything like you know what I mean like I just feel like Monique in that moment was really trying to protect herself but Ashley seems to be taking it on as if she was protecting the darkies, and I don't think that's the case but right because people want to get themselves is, involved in this whole not court not job, you know drama. I mean?
1: Like I would just but dumb. play like, dumb, taking it as like when yeah
0: doing her solid. And so that's I think that's what's annoying me the most. I mean, and that's pretty much it. Just just know that Karen was actually really dismissive and more dismissive than I've ever seen her be. Um, especially in regards to this. I think the whole I'm neutral. I'm neutral. I think that I feel like I can safely say that ended today. this episode
1: in my opinion so who is the housewife on display for you i'm gonna say candace yep because yep her body looked great (laughs) um she had a lot of fun and her life was ruined so (laughs) it from her perspective you know this is huge so yeah i would say it's her and she dressed the best even though the mask was was very cheap the outfit was great so
0: um and then, yeah so we were just seeing for next week apparently jamal again now that karen has said that giselle is in tactic mode so now she has to make sure that jamal is not living in her phone and so apparently he's coming out for the holidays he's coming for like a week and the girls are like a week right and then she was like y'all cool with that she was like we don't have a choice that's so, I was like, like damn a week they tripping over that yo really y'all don't like this man Either
1: that, or they just hate their dynamics so much. I get so the much.
0: That she switches up a lot when Jamal is around, and the don't get us yeah. started. She switches around. Classic and mom she shit to have to like give her attention, and the kids kind of like just get thrown by the wayside. I think that's really what happens. Wendy and her mom are going through a pumpkin patch, and Wendy's telling her mom, "Like, you know, what? I don't think I want to be a professor. This is not my dream." And her mom calls her a spoiled brat. Which I'm sure was chopped and screwed. I'm sure her mom never flat i will say that to her. Um, the Darby's have dinner with Ashley's people. Uncle Lump and Sheila. And obviously they're like, you didn't just hurt her, you hurt all of us. Ashley meets up with Monique and Monique has... She's in very interesting hairstyle choices. This... um season she's been really loving a middle a part person. with a braid going down it i not just, saying anything but... is inherently wrong with any of them although i don't like the middle braid one um but it's just different because usually she's she's just good for like a sewing and then i guess they ended on karen's wig show and then monique shows up even though karen said that monique wasn't going to show up and that's why everyone's mad at karen for telling monique about it and telling monique to show up when she said that monique wasn't going to show up and then Karen leaves, and they're like, Well, Karen, like, this is your event. How are you leaving before the rest of us? And she said, Bye, honey. I paid the bill.
1: It looks like it's going to be a good episode. There's a lot of shit going on in that,
0: <laughs> which I can't confirm if it is or not.
1: Half of yeah, that was from is the trailer.
0: One episode going to be good? Yeah. And so next time we gather, we'll be talking about Salt Lake City, uh, episode three. Um. And we'll be releasing some other content. We're trying to think of like a Christmas special to do also. Um, (laughs) So if you have an idea, yeah, something holiday themed. Let us know. Run it by us. We're open to pretty much anything. We think we kind of know what we want to do, but, you know, we're so open.
1: Yeah, we're super open. There's plenty of days before Christmas. (laughs) Maybe we'll do two. Who knows? Who, Who are we to predict? So. Adios.